What's up, everyone? This is Nick and Rich from Millerhood Sports. I'm Rich. Today's not a good day. It's a great day. Today sucks. Today's awesome. We're going to make it a little better because we're doing our little mock draft. Mock draft. First Millerhood mock draft. But I'm today excited. sucks, and I have to talk about it, Richard. Today's awesome. The referees has sucked. The refereeing in the NFL has sucked. All year, and now it's cost the Patriots a win. Oh, heavens no. And this is getting ridiculous, okay? We got screwed over twice. We should have won the game. And you know what? We should have at least been able to tie because we got screwed over twice, okay? On a touchdown that was so clearly a freaking touchdown, it boggles my mind that the guy just said, oh, no, you stepped out of bounds because he... Because he needs glasses because he can't tell the difference between the color green and the color white. His mind is boggled. Nick has a boggled and mind. I don't understand how you don't see pass interference when it's that blatant. We're Come on, NFL, you're starting to overturn freaking calls willy-nilly like this and that. And you don't see that it's clearly pass interference? Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. The referee should be fired. The referee should get retrained. At least hire somebody. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go get some glasses. And I'm going to put them on each and every one of the freaking referees. So maybe they'll be able to see. But this is bleep. And I mean, this is bull bleep. I'm not going to, I'm trying, I'm trying not to curse here. But this is ridiculous. This is getting out of hand. The referees need to be fixed. Do you mean fixed like, like you fix a dog, like neutered? What do you mean? <laughs> they need to get retrained. They need to know how to play, how to call football games correctly. Do you realize how hard it must be to be an NFL referee? They they, they keep changing the, the the competition committee keeps changing the definition of what a catch is. Okay, they they keep changing what the definition of a of a of a roughing the quarterback is. They keep changing all of these definitions. And and they have to be perfect, which they're not. They're still people. They're not machines. I mean, do you just want every play to be reviewed from every angle, and then you've got to wait every single play for a determination? Humans make mistakes. I understand that. But you know, everyone has a problem with, oh, I wish the Rams weren't rough as much. Well, you know what? I wish the games would at least. I wish they would actually do their job, because they haven't been doing their jobs. Like, okay, we don't want you to rep the game. You're not doing your job at all. Like that is. Oh my gosh, that should be a touchdown. They should have scored it as a touchdown. They still wouldn't have had enough points to win the game. They could have tied. They, at that moment, though, at that point in the game, they still had a chance because the defense was stopping their offense over and over again. In the fourth quarter. So, I am so angry at this moment. I am still ticked off about what happened last night. I may get over it, but this is getting ridiculous. So The referees are either not doing their jobs or they're re- over-refereeing and doing their job too much. Pick, a, pick what you want to do, referees. I'm going to get a shirt that says MRGA. Make referees great again. Oh my god. Because gosh. this is getting out of Murga. A Murga? Murga. You want to Murga the refs? I want to murder the refs. Okay, so just for some context, because Nick 
doesn't understand that word. Um, Nick is referring to the competition yesterday afternoon between the Kansas City Chiefs and the New England Patriots. In this game, there was one specific play, and this was a tight game. Two really good teams back and forth. Uh, basically, who's going to mess up first? And the Patriots offense, that's garbage this year, FYI. No, no, no. My turn. The Patriots offense, offense, that's garbage this year, FYI. Just wanted to say garbage Patriots offense one more time. Oh, there, I said it three times. They got a really good play. They threw the ball to Nikhil Harry, their wide receiver, their, their rookie wide receiver they chose in the first round this year, who was injured to start the year. They didn't get to play him until very recently. So really great play, and he did a great job of staying inbounds and diving for the touchdown. And it was a touchdown. But the problem is they had it was ruled out of bounds, and they had already used their challenges up. Uh, uh, Let me talk. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, so they couldn't challenge it, or it would have been overturned. All right, so this is something that did not go for the Patriots and went against them. Now, also in this game, there were two possessions by the Kansas City Chiefs, where the Chiefs were clearly it was a it was like a third or fourth down play, and the Chiefs were clearly behind the first down marker. But there was some scuffle, and when they reviewed the play, they gave them the first down. Uh, well, no, the first time, the second time, they didn't give them the first down. Um, but on the second time, when they didn't get the first down, the play was called dead, even though it was a live ball, and the Patriots should have been able to run it back for a, run a fumble back for a touchdown. But they called the play dead, and there was a turnover on downs. It should have been a fumble return for a touchdown, and the Patriots did get the ball back. But they didn't score a touchdown. Um, uh, that might even be the same drive that the Nikhil Harry touchdown thing took place. I'm not certain. I have to go back and look at the game. So the point being, there were three relatively big calls in this game that went completely against the Patriots. Now, Nick is not pointing out the calls that went against the Chiefs. Namely, um, directly after that, uh, on like the next Chiefs possession, there was this... Um, uh, offensive pass interference call on Travis Kelsey that was just mystical because you watch the replay and he's just running around. He he bumps the cornerback because the cornerback is the cornerback is in bump and run coverage and the cornerback is right up on the on the on the on the um uh, line of scrimmage. So he bumps him a little bit and then within five yards. These guys can bump into each other and hit each other and push each other out of the way. So that's all that happened. And then he got away from the cornerback, and they called that offensive pass interference. And that led to an eventual turnover on downs for the Chiefs, or, or they had to punt or something along those lines. But, I mean, according to Nick, it's just bad refereeing that negatively impacts the Patriots. Not to mention the Dolphins basically had the refs give the Jets the game on some ridiculous offensive pass interference call that was overturned. It, was, it wasn't called pass interference, but then somebody said, oh, yeah, let's just know that's pass interference. And it was barely pass interference. But that 
led to them losing the game because it was it would have been fourth down and a mile. They would have been well out of out of um uh, you know a uh, field, uh, field goal range, and um, the pass interference basically gave them a first down on the thirty eight yard line. And I mean that was it. It was just they ran a, a short little dump off pass to the outside and kicked a field goal game over. This is my point, okay? The referees are deciding games. And I do not think that's good for the NFL at all. Alright, hold on, hold on. I gotta stop you there. Alright. Even as much as I wanna bemoan the refereeing in the Dolphins game, okay? Uh as much as I wanna do that, um that that's just not true. That means that the referees would have to coordinate. Why is the game so close? You know what I mean? Like if the Dolphins' defense had played a little bit better, if the Dolphins' defense hadn't given up a 50-yard play in that same possession, that same series, then the Jets would have, would have been nowhere near field goal range. Okay? So the defense plays just a little bit better if the cornerback on that the the Jets did this pass to the, this receiver whose name I can't remember. Who cares? He's a Jet. You know what I mean? Whatever. He's just a Jet. Um, when he gets on another team, he'll be he'll be a real person. <laughs> no, he's I'm sure he's a real person now. He just has the unfortunate um, uh, uh, has the unfortunate uh, circumstance of being a New York Jet. Which let's be honest, kind of kind of kind of makes him a little bit. A little bit uh, hard to remember because who cares? They're the Jets, anyways. So they uh, and they beat the Dolphins yesterday. But anyway, so they, the the cornerback, the 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 five year old that the Dolphins have at cornerback, right? <laughs> okay, uh, makes a mistake and he's playing very aggressive, which is good. This team is trained to be aggressive, and he tries to go after the ball, and instead of going getting the ball, he misses it. And the corner gets or the receiver gets around him. If he'd have just tried to, you know, angled towards the receiver, he would have stopped it from being such a big play. But that's just, you know, experience, training, things like that. I mean, the guy's like five years old. He had to put his baby bottle in his back pocket to go try and make a play. You can't really hold that against him too much. So young team, you know, stuff like that's gonna happen. But if the Dolphins had done that play better, okay, the Jets don't get down the field. If the Patriots had just played better yesterday, okay, then it wouldn't come down to a play like that. They started to play better. The, okay, dude, then where were they in the first half of the game? Where were they the entire first half of the game? I'm sorry, when you get smoked in the first half of the game, it's not the ref's fault that you lost, okay? When you, you got, start to play better, no, when no, you freaking sorry, kill it sorry. in the fourth quarter. Who cares? There's and three. You, there's, and you just get screwed over. There's four by quarters. The there's four Twice. quarters. There's, three times. There's four quarters, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is this, and it's the same same way with same way with all of the Saints fans crying last year about the no call, which is why we have these stupid problems this year, by the way. Are you telling me that was not bad? Okay, I am sorry. That call on that play does not change the outcome of that game. If I can Here's why. Directly, Here's okay. why. The Saints got the ball back. Okay, didn't score. The Saints got the ball first in overtime. Didn't score. It's not the refs' fault that the Saints did not score. Let me take you back to the game. Okay. Because you want to know who was whining about the fact that the Saints got screwed? You did. No. Because, I, and I was just sitting there, maybe it's not a call, maybe it's not. 
And then you're saying, that's blatant. That's a blatant call. Because you know it is. And no, you're watching the Patriots game. That is a blatant okay, defensive pass interference. We're talking about two different things. Yes, that's it, it was a it was a it was a bad call. Yes, the refs missed it and messed up absolutely all day. Nikhil Harry got that touchdown. Okay? And for the way the Patriots are playing this year, that could be the only touchdown he ever gets thrown to him by one Tom Brady. He already had a touchdown. Well, I mean, it could have been the last one then. You know? I'm just saying, it could, it, it could be it. There could be no more touchdowns for him, especially from a guy named Tom Brady. So, so uh, who is not a touchdown machine anymore, FYI? I don't know if you knew that or not, Nick. If he had receivers, Like Nikhil Harry, who, who, did, who just balled out yesterday and did a great job. Yeah, and the refs yeah. threw him over. Yeah. Well, anyways, 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 what I am saying is, yes, I said that was a crap play. It was a bad call. But in the ensuing weeks... When everybody whined and complained and said, oh, the Russ and the Saints, I'm sorry. When you get the ball back and you don't score, when, when you let the Rams score on you to tie it up, when you get the ball in, in overtime and you don't score, it's not the ref's fault anymore. When you get smoked an entire first half of the game, it's not the ref's fault if you don't win. Hey, then how is it that the that the Chiefs you give the Chiefs you, you don't give the Patriots credit for winning in the AFC Championship game? Uh, they got smoked in the first half. What are you talking? And then they about? had to come back. And then you don't give the Patriots credit for beating the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game because you think okay that the refs that, that wasn't that wasn't no that wasn't a ref problem. That was they got insanely lucky because D Ford set up offsides. But the Patriots, you're talking about two different things. They, Patriots beat him in the first half. The Chiefs got smoked in the first Nick, half. I didn't How is say it their that. Fault? What I said is that the Patriots last year got insanely lucky because the GOAT, Tom Brady, threw, threw an interception in one in the most important game of the year at that point to in the biggest moment of the game, threw an interception. And by all rights, the Chiefs were ahead, and the Chiefs should have won because all they got to do at that point is kneel three times, and it's over. Or they just run a bunch and run the clock down. I'm just saying they got insanely lucky, and stinking Patriots fans like you act like, oh, we beat the Chiefs because we're better than they are. No, you beat the Chiefs literally just because this guy went off sides. That game was back and forth. And the winner of that game was going to be whichever offense got the ball first in overtime. And it was the Patriots, and they did what they do, and they went down and scored. Neither defense could stop anything that game, okay? But except for, that, except for that interception, they got on Tom Brady that called, got called back because a dude was offsides. I mean, that's just for you to sit there and act like there's just some uh, uh, overwhelming dominance over the Chiefs last year because they 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 got really lucky at an incredibly key moment of the game, and that did determine the game. Like that literally determined it. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't like this other situation. Like 
if the Patriots score that touchdown, they don't automatically win. There's still more game to play. That fumble that should have been a touchdown. That's no, no. That, that's still that's still the same thing, Nick. They 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 don't automatically win. Okay, they scored a touchdown on that drive with the fumble. They still scored a touchdown. Okay, so it's not it's not an automatic guarantee that they won that game. But the game you brought up, I didn't even bring this up. The Patriots got insanely lucky, and it wasn't a referee problem. The Chiefs just had a guy too far too far into the neutral zone, okay? And that determined the game because whichever offense got the ball at overtime was going to win that game. And, because, and, and if the Chiefs get the ball back at that point with a lead, with like a minute or so left on the clock, game over, man. Game over. That literally did determine the game, and you're talking. And what I said was, and yeah, you know, the Chiefs' defense, even at that point, could have just picked the ball off again or stopped them again. Sure. So I mean, I, I didn't say that it's it's oh the referees blah 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 blah. It's just it is what it is. But what's great for me, okay, as a diehard Miami Dolphins fan and avid Patriots um, uh, skeptic and. Uh, um, uh, criticizer. Hater. Uh, hater is a word used by those that have that are not inventive enough to use the word criticizer. That's all I'm saying. So um, uh, I have been here so many times. How many Patriots games have I watched where the refs just made some ridiculous call, just some otherworldly? Out of bounds, ridiculous call, <laughs> Tuck rule. Um, that that gave the Patriots the, the edge. It was a rule. Weird how that only got implemented once it was benefiting Tom Brady. It was a rule. It was a rule. He followed the rules, and you didn't stop him. You see, this is what you do. This is what you do. I just want you to see your own ingrained biases and ridiculousness. When the bad call works towards the Patriots' advantage. That's why it's not a rule anymore, Nick. That's why they got rid of it, because it's a stupid rule, and it was only put in place for people like Tom Brady anyways. So once the bad call helps your team, that's just one example, okay? There's a myriad of other times. I have watched Dolphins versus Patriots game after Dolphins versus Patriots game where it just, it seems like the Dolphins are getting after Tom Brady, and all of a sudden, oh! Offensive pass interference or defensive pass interference or defensive holding of all things, okay? Some random weirdo rule gets called, hands to the face, holding, this, that, or the other thing. And sometimes just blatantly bad calls that go in the favor of the Patriots. This year. I'm just saying, the way that you're feeling, Nick, that's how it feels when the Patriots just seem to have the refs in their back pocket. Time after time, game after game, the Patriots just seem to be winning. Sometimes just because they're better than the other guys, admittedly. But there are so many games that they won just because of this play or that play. And it seemed like the refs made a bad call, but it went in the Patriots' favor. This time, the Patriots aren't winning that. This time, the Patriots are getting screwed had the bad refs. calls. Yeah. But will you admit that the Patriots have benefited from the refs making bad calls far more than they have been hindered by it? Do you have the 
intellectual honesty to say that. I don't think you do. Let's move on to the mock draft, unless there's something else you'd like to cover. I will say this. Uh, yesterday, as bad as yesterday did feel, at the end of yesterday. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed the Saints 49ers game. It was the Saints 49 I didn't watch it. Was it good? It was a shootout, dude. They just kept throwing touchdowns. Drew really? Five touchdowns. Nice. nice. I mean, 49ers, and basically, Jim Garoppolo, Tom Brady did. Like, he did. Really? Yeah, in the fourth, he just... Garoppolo, uh, a lot of people don't like Garoppolo. Um, uh, but it's uh, he's he's proving them wrong more and more every day. Yeah, that was good, man. Him and I think him and uh, George Kittle is his tight end. That's oh yeah, he, I don't think he'd be. I mean, it's a, you give a young quarterback a solid tight end, it makes his life a lot better. Yeah, it really does. Brady wouldn't be Brady without Gronk. I mean, you see all the trouble he's having this year, and last year he leaned on Gronk so hard. The only major play in the Super Bowl was was that the only play that wasn't a. Uh, a check down to Julian Edelman in the Super Bowl was was that play to Gronk. Yeah. But I love this. It was one of the last plays of the game. Uh, you have uh, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing sort of like a, I think it might have been a slant or something, but he threw it to Kittle, and Kittle's just going towards the end of the sideline and he just runs, and the guy blatantly puts his face mask right next to the referee as he's going, and George Kittle's basically just running with the with the guy. He's got a face mask. And he's just still running. Really? And the guy cannot stop him, even though he's got the face mask, and he just keeps running. They didn't, they didn't get called for yeah, that? Yeah, got called for it. No. But I know it's funny. Like, the guy, you okay, you can got my face mask. I'm still going to run. Oh, Kate, the, the, the defender grabbed Kittle's face yeah. mask, and Kittle just kept running. Yeah. That's funny. That was cool. That was a good game. Yeah, so who do you think is going to win it all, man? Oh, man, that is so tough. Baltimore. I, I... Well, it's going to be Baltimore 49ers again, which is weird. That's like a weird thing that last time Baltimore was in the Super Bowl it was against the 49ers, and here we are again where it can be Baltimore versus the 49ers. Pretty weird. Um, but I think uh, Baltimore 49ers think Baltimore's going to win. The Patriots are not getting out of the first round of the playoffs. I didn't think that first round. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, Unless they have a bye. Which it's not even a sure shot they're going to get the bye. I don't think they. Uh, I don't think they're going to lose another game. Uh, <laughs> we'll minutes. see. They could lose to the Bills. I just don't see them losing to the Bills. You didn't the see them. You don't see them losing to anybody ever. You didn't see them losing to the Texans. You didn't see them losing to the Ravens. You didn't see them losing yesterday to the Chiefs. I, I, didn't. I think and it's I very think possible, Nick, that you're wrong. I don't think they should have lost that game. Nick, I really dude, don't. they didn't I win. Don't. Still, I don't think you can't honestly say you saw that game and come away from it feeling like the Patriots were the better team. I I'm not saying they were a better team, but I don't think the Chiefs are as good as they were, especially in the fourth quarter when we were dominating them and the refs decided. Oh, good to for you. Calls the in. Patriots defense now, is good in the fourth quarter. Now, big deal. I don't think we're going to lose another game. We'll so see. I think it's I think Patriots still have a really good chance. No, I'm sorry. They're not. They're not going to be the Ravens. They're just not going to be the Ravens. We'll see. Um, because the Ravens' defense is too good for the Patriots' offense. the The reason they're not going to win is the reason that they have won in the past, and that's the Patriots' offense. Okay, but the Patriots' offense is their Achilles' heel this year. So when they go up against a team with a good defense, they have a hard time. The Chiefs don't have a good defense. Okay. 
and they lost to the Chiefs yesterday. And you can say whatever you want about the refs. The fact is they still lost, okay? And it's not like they lost by one point. They would have needed, like, two scores to win the game. No, that was a one-score game. What was the final score? 23-16. That was a one-score game. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. It was a one-score game. Fair enough. But... It's not um it's not it's not like it was like do or like like they, they played so well and the refs just iced them over. I mean the the Patriots did not play that well. They got a couple of really lucky plays. They played amazingly in the fourth quarter. Okay, just no, they out. didn't play amazingly because if they had played amazingly, Nick They got screwed. It, no, if they had played amazingly, they would have scored, okay? Uh, more. Alright? Your definition of the word amazing is really, really low balled, apparently. Okay? There's nothing amazing about the Patriots' offense right now. Nothing at all. Not even Mr. TB12, okay? He's, he's not amazing. He's a 40-something-year-old quarterback, and it shows. Um, Sick burn, Rich! Oh! <laughs> another thing I want to talk about, just sort of get your uh, losing teams, basically, that are just out of the playoffs, right? Yeah. They're trying to win games. What is your theory? What is your take on that? You play to win the Even game. Even though it ruins your draft stuff? Draft. You play to win the game. It does not matter. Your job as a professional football player is to win football games. Right. So I don't care if you have zero wins on the season. All right? You're not playing to get a good draft. Also, it's so dumb because how many number one draft picks have been bust? Okay. Jamarcus Ruffle, Russell, Jamarcus Ruffle. <laughs> they should have called him Jamarcus Ruffles. Oh, forgive me. Jamarcus Russell, uh, David Carr, you know, names like that. Um, uh, number one draft picks don't always pan out, all right? So it's going going all out and tanking, losing, losing even one football game on the hopes of getting the first pick in the draft is just foolish. If you believe in a guy that much, then you should just trade your next few draft picks for him because a quarterback has more impact on your team than the three next best, most impactful players. Okay? I would trade three first-round picks for a Dan Marino any day. I'd trade three first-round picks for a Drew Brees. Right? Who wouldn't? That guy is going to change your organization. All right? Absolutely. So... So for that matter, uh, unless it's just this otherworldly, better than you've ever seen before quarterback, and the quarterback's the only position that is even worthy of it, right. okay, you, you don't even need to tank. You just give up a bunch of picks for it. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. The idea of tanking is just foolish. The only team that's actually tanking this year is the Bengals, okay? And the Bengals want that first pick in the draft so hard. Okay, everybody's saying, oh, the Dolphins are tanking, the Dolphins are tanking. It's like, dude, the Bengals, the Bengals, you want to know how, how it's proved the Bengals are tanking? By the person they signed. Zach Taylor used to be the quarterback coach in Miami. You know, the place that's known for their great quarterbacks. Okay, he's he, because he did such a great job with Ryan Tannehill. Who looks amazing now, by the way, because he's being coached by Frank Reich of all people. I'm just saying. Frank, no, Frank Reich is. In, oh no, Frank Reich's and uh, who's uh, it's uh, Vrabel. It's Vrabel. Yeah, Mike Vrabel. Vrabel. My bad. My bad. My bad. I was wrong. But either way, Tannehill looks. I saw a pass he threw yesterday. I'm like, 
Where's that when you were down in Miami, man? And the truth, the reason is the coaches wouldn't let him play. They just wouldn't let him play. They wanted him to be a robot, and um, that was that was it. But either way, but either way, I mean, the 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 Bengals are the ones that are actually tanking. Okay, they got that number one draft pick locked up. Okay. I don't know if they win another game. The Giants might. <laughs> They're not going to win another game. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it's, it's, I think it'd be hilarious if the Giants got the number one draft pick. Yeah, but who it doesn't matter. The Giants are going to take Chase Young. Yeah. Either way, that's a good lead in to our thing. But I think just to finish this thought off, it, the culture of your team for building long term dominance matters. Right. And good teams with good cultures never give up. Okay. The reason the Patriots are so good is because. They never stopped trying. They never stopped trying. Like, everybody was counting them out, even Patriots fans, in the Super Bowl against uh, yeah. Atlanta. Down 28-3 to three in the first half. No, it was 28-3 uh, in the third quarter. Well, whatever. They were down by 28-3. to three. doesn't matter. First half, third quarter, whatever. Okay? The, the Falcons were not as well coached. The Falcons did not have as much, you know, finishing. They didn't have as, as much, you know, step on them and, and keep scoring. They got conservative. They figured, all right, we got this one in the bag. Let's just run the clock out. And because they left an inch for that team, the team that kept trying ended up winning the game. Dan Quinn takes a timeout because his defense isn't set up in the third quarter. And at that moment, I knew that team's going to lose the game because you cannot give up timeouts. Because your team is poorly disciplined in the third quarter in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. You give them an inch, they're going to take it. They're going to make you regret that you did. But if you look at the Dolphins, okay, the Dolphins have all these guys playing hard, man. They're just playing hard every single game. The first game of the year against the Ravens is the only game this year where I looked at the Dolphins and I thought, these guys are not even trying. It's like they don't even know what they're doing. But it's because half the team had just gotten there like that morning. <laughs> so it was like, hey, you know, it was a football game today. Let's do this. But then when they lost to the Patriots the next week, I literally felt a lot better because the game against the Patriots that they lost, the, coming into it after just being smoked by the Ravens, they played with more heart and more energy than they played with against the, the Patriots early last year when they went to Foxborough with a 3-0 and record. They won their first three games last year, and they went up to Foxborough and just looked like they just they didn't come to play. It was ridiculous, and that's because of coaching, because of discipline, because they didn't really want it, okay? And they could have stepped on the Patriots' throats last year, okay? Because the Patriots always struggle at the beginning of the year, okay? And then the Patriots weren't doing that good, and here we are. The Dolphins could have taken like a one- or two-game lead because if they beat the Patriots, they'd have the tiebreaker. All right, over the Patriots. A couple more things go their way. They could have had a legitimate season. But 
They didn't show up. They just didn't show up. Poor management, poor team playing. Um, uh, th- those players don't want to win for that guy. And that's how what it comes down to. And Brian Flores has a moment. So, yeah, I don't care about the draft order. Win the game. But it's Marvin Lewis. Not Marvin Lewis. Uh, dang it. Yeah, it's definitely not Marvin Lewis. No, what's the guy's name? Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. It's one of his classic quotes. You play to win the game. That's it. I don't care if it's a if it's a pickup basketball game outside of a of a gym or on a playground. Right. You play to win the game. That's it. That's what I think. That's what I think. All right. Well, speaking of the draft, uh, we have our own little mock draft that we have got started here. Um, Richard. Yep. What is your first pick? Okay, so we are using just the current draft order based on. I don't know if this includes yesterday's losses. I think it does. It takes into account yesterday's wins and losses, but not tonight's game because we're recording this on a Monday. So this might change a little bit. Alright, so here's here's uh, here's what I do. So first picking first is Cincinnati, the Bengals and I've got them taking Joe Burrow uh, quarterback, LSU. It's kind of a no-brainer at this point. He's going to win the Heisman. They're probably going to win the the uh, the uh, they're probably going to win the uh, national championship. Champion. <laughs> they're probably going to win the national championship because Ohio State is garbage and I hate them and they should go away and stop being the team forever. Well then, <laughs> I'm also going to take Joe Burrow. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. Unfortunately, I think my team is going to go down to them in the cha- on the, on the championship games. So. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, the Sooners, you're a Sooner. Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I really didn't want to face LSU. Yeah, I mean, it's who, who'd you, who'd the option would be what? LSU or Ohio State, right? Isn't Ohio State number two? Yeah. Or they're number one? Yeah, but I think. You said yeah to both of those. Which no, one is it? Ohio State is number two. And LSU is number one. Good. So, uh, what is the other team? Is it Georgia? Georgia got in? No, it's Clemson. Oh, Clemson got in. Okay, I'm sorry. If you play Wofford, okay, your strength of schedule should be such that you are not allowed in. But whatever. Clemson is a good team. Um, they could win any day. I mean, they beat Bama twice now. Yeah. yeah so it's, I don't think they're going to pass Ohio State, so. We'll see. We'll see. I'm rooting for them if that's who they're playing because uh, I hate Ohio State. Just the team in general. I'm sure the players are good people now that that terrible coach is gone. Let's move on. Okay. Um, the Giants are the next pick, and I'm going to take uh, Chase Young. I think Chase Young's obvious. I mean, what, if Joe Burrow wasn't, if Cincinnati wasn't picking first, all right, or had so much as a pulse at quarterback, they would take Chase Young. Chase Young's phenomenal. He's like he's like better than Bosa. Nick Bosa was last year, and Nick Bosa was phenomenal. We were saying the same things about Nick Bosa. Only from everything on paper, it looks like Chase Young's actually been better. There's a chance he could be defensive rookie of the year, too. Well, yeah, but I mean, who, Bosa? Yeah. Yeah, he's looking really good. But, I mean, at the same time, Bosa, Bosa's benefiting from playing on a really good defensive line. I mean, they've been taking high, high draft picks for that defensive line like every year so it's you know it's not a not not un, unbelievable yeah I got I got I got New York the New York Giants pick numbers pick second I got them taking Chase Young as well just because it's uh it's too easy of a pick for even the the, the Giants GM to get wrong <laughs> it really is. I don't know although I do have to say if Daniel Jones was available in this draft I think he'd choose Daniel Jones again <laughs> okay oh <my> God. <laughs> but uh but I think I think they take Ch- Chase Young. All right, we got uh, 
I think Washington, the Washington Redskins are up next. Third pick, yeah. Third pick. I think they're going to take Andrew Thomas. I mean, their left tackle is gone. I mean, he's, he doesn't want to play there anymore. Um, he feels like the the, the health, uh, the, the doctors don't have the player's best interest in mind. He, he feels like, I mean, not not anything small, cancer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they said, oh yeah, it's cancer, but ah, it's not a big deal. Take care of it later. And they got a second opinion, and it's like, oh yeah, they probably should have done this sooner. You know, and a little bit of that's on him because I don't care who you are, you get a second opinion, and it's pretty normal. But uh, but you know, he trusted them to take care to for his health, and you know, they cared more about winning football games than keeping him healthy. So he wants out. But anyways, that means they're going to need a tackle, and um, uh, there I think they're going to take Andrew Thomas. Out of Georgia, offensive tackle. Um, he's he's ranked as like the highest graded, you know, tackle in this draft, highest graded offensive lineman in this draft, um, one of the highest rated just players, period, in the draft. And I mean, it's hard to go wrong. Um, it, you know, these tackles when these tackles get drafted this high, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bust. But I mean, it's it's pretty solid. And and Washington needs. Needs that tackle, especially losing the guy that well, he hasn't been playing at all this year, and they're they're tough. But I think that um, the the ownership really likes Dwayne Haskins, and they're not going to move on from him. Um, and so I think they're going to stick with Dwayne Haskins and get him get him some help on the O line, um, and and go from there. Yeah, I mean he seems to be playing well enough, so if he has someone back in that would be good. Did you say he seems to be playing well enough? Dwayne Haskins? For I mean. <laughs> Maybe I don't, I don't I don't know. It's Washington. You know, right? I don't know, dude. I'm I'm glad the Dolphins didn't draft him. That's all I'm saying. And I think that says a lot too. A Dolphins, a team that needs a quarterback so insanely badly, they looked at the quarterbacks that were available in this year's draft that just passed, and they didn't like any of them because they had the opportunity to draft them and they didn't. Well, speaking of that. Uh-huh. They're the fourth pick in the draft, and you know I know he's dropped down somewhat. They're number you, four, but I still think they're taking two up. I still oh, think the, so number four, fourth pick in the draft, the Miami Dolphins, my Miami Dolphins. Okay, yeah. so Nick, your pick is two attack of my love. Okay, I'm gonna do something crazy. Oh boy! And even other Dolphins fans would probably be super mad at me, but I I actually don't think they're as desperate to overdraft a quarterback as everybody else thinks. What? Personally, I think they're going to trade one of their later picks to get up into the top 10, and they'll probably take a quarterback with their second pick in the top 10. All right, but here at number four, I think... Oh, my God. I think they're going to get some help on the edge, and they're going to take, since Chase Young is gone, the, the next best edge rusher in the draft out of Iowa, A.J. Epinesa. I'm just saying he's almost identical to Chase Young in the measurables. He doesn't have quite as much production as Chase Young. He's not looked at as quite as much of a freak of an athlete. But in their system, the way that they want to do things, whether it's linebacker or defensive end, they, they desperately need some help on the pass rush, man. They really, really do. And I don't... I don't know that Justin Herbert is is so amazing that they want to put all their chips in on Justin Herbert. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to. Personally, I think with the draft stock that they have, they could. I mean, they could they could swap all the way up to number one. You know, if Cincinnati's got Herbert graded really high, they could go all the way up and take Burrow, and then Herbert gets drafted by Cincinnati at number four. So I have the Dolphins in this draft where we're not doing trades or anything. I have them taking AJ Epinesa, and they are going to look for their quarterback in the second round. Really? Yeah, that's what I that's what I have. That's what I think is going to happen. Oh. I don't know for sure. Like we we'll, we got to wait for for the end 
end of the year for the Senior Bowl, for for the Combine and all that stuff, and for what they're going to do in the offseason. Because what if they really love Teddy Bridgewater and they decide to give him the contract that he wants after seeing him play really well this year? Because that's the only reason he didn't sign with the Dolphins last year, okay? The Dolphins did offer him more money than the Saints, but he wanted the Dolphins to commit to him as the quarterback of the future. He wanted a he wanted a he wanted a starting quarterback contract, okay? Yeah. And they didn't want to do that. They wanted to give him a show me contract, ten million bucks, show us what you got, and if you're great, we'll we'll we'll, we'll renegotiate next year. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to stay in New Orleans, and I, if if the Saints aren't going to pay him, and he wants to move on, because Breeze is a free agent. Okay. Breeze is a free agent. Yeah, yeah. What? So they're cho- So the Saints have to choose: Am I going to stick with Drew Brees for another year or two, or are we going to say bye, Drew, and and move on to the new to the new South, to the new style with our new guy, Teddy Bridgewater? You know what I mean? I, and the other end, it's a tough choice. I mean, good problem to have. Okay, whatever. Good problem to have between this Hall of Fame or this other what looks like possible franchise quarterback. Feel sorry for them. Whatever. All right. But uh, I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason. Okay, I really don't. And as we progress, my mock draft's probably going to change. But I have the Dolphins not picking a quarterback oh, in the boy. first round, or at least you know with this pick, AJ Epinesa. Okay. Um. Okay, fifth pick, uh, I believe. It's the Detroit Lions. Lions. We got. Well, um, this would actually be a good landing spot for AJ Epinesa if they uh, if the Dolphins hadn't drafted him. You're welcome, Internet. Um, actually, I think they're gonna shore up their uh, secondary. They can take Jeff Okuda, Ohio State cornerback, uh, ranked as like the best cornerback in the draft, um, and by a by a by a bit, right? So I mean, he's looked at as a really really good talent. So I think uh, they're gonna fo- <clears throat> sorry they're gonna focus on their defense. Matt Patricia's a defensive guy. I think they're gonna take Jeff Okuda, even though last year they took a tight end. Yeah, um, I like them for defense. Uh, Matt Patricia is a defensive guy, so yeah, yeah. I think he would draft someone defense. Defensively, I just think they're going to take Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit's safety, really? Yeah. So you think Slay is out? You think Slay's gone? Darius Slay? Might be, yeah. Okay. All right, so Grant Delpit. He's Grant Delpit's, You know, looked at as the best best uh, safety on uh, in college. Yeah. Okay, Grant Delpit, Alabama, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, not not a not a bad no, choice. No, Delpit's, uh, I think LSU. It's Del- Oh, you're right. Right, LSU. Delpit's LSU. You're right. You're right about that. All right, cool. Yeah. So you've I've got I've got the I've got the Lions taking Okuda. You've got them taking Delpit. Still, I think either one of those picks you'd be, you'd be pretty happy about. You know, if you're the Detroit Lions, because yeah. I mean, you're you're getting a really good corner. Or safe, you're, you're you're showing up that secondary. Even if Slay comes back, that means your secondary is just that much. Yeah, and, and to be honest, I think um, I think secondary is like the second second most important position group on third most important position group on the field. All right, I think if because if you have a really good secondary, it gives you a lot of leeway with your pass rusher. They don't have to be as good because they don't need to be as quick to get to the quarterback because your your, your secondary is so good. All right, um, and you can say the reverse is true if you've got so much pressure your secondary doesn't have to be as good but I mean it's there's a whole different thing between that's a whole different argument I think I think <laughs> I think secondary in my opinion quarterback offensive line secondary and then you you prioritize from there based on what you got but I, I think it's good. I think I think it's a good move. Right. Okay. Uh, 
so the sixth pick is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. All right, the Arizona Cardinals should take an offensive lineman. They should take an offensive lineman so that Kyler Murray's not running for his life every game. But they're not going to, okay? Because this guy, at least for me, is still on the board. And he shouldn't be on the board because he's so good he should be in the top three or four picks of the draft, okay? But I have Arizona taking Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Alabama. Best receiver on the board. He's fast. He's got hands. He's, for all intents and purposes, he's like a faster Jarvis Landry. The guy is very good. Very good. So, Arizona, Larry Fitzgerald, he's getting up there. I don't think he's leaving next year, but they got Andy Isabella last year for Kyler Murray. They've already got some good wide receivers. I think they're going to double down. They're going to get him another big-time weapon in in Jerry Judy. And you could see Murley, Murley. (laughs) You you could see um, um, uh, Kyler Murray and Jerry Judy for many years to come in Arizona. But they, man, tell you what, rounds two through whatever, they they need, they need to get some offensive line. They need to protect that that, that guy. Absolutely. I'm going to take Jerry Judy as well. Jerry Judy? Yeah. yeah. Because I don't, because like you said, you don't know how long Larry Fitzgerald's going to be there, so having another top receiver to throw to is right. probably a good Oh, it's absolutely. I think I think they're going to need it. Yeah. Um, the seventh pick is going to be Jacksonville. I think they're going to take Jeffrey Okuda. Okuda. Because he's still there on your board. He's gone online. Uh, I think if uh, if I hadn't given Okuda to Detroit, I might have given them, given the Jaguars Okuda. And I, I was this close to going Delpit. But at the same time, if you look at the Jaguars, I think their defense is still pretty good. All right? They're okay. All right? But I really think their biggest problem is their offensive line. They just gave Nick Foles all that money. I think part of the reason that they benched him to put Minshew in is because Minshew's got younger legs. Minshew can get away from the rush better. All right? Foles needs a good offensive line. But when you give him a good offensive line, he's money. Okay? So I think they're going to go. I think they're going to go offensive line. What do you got? Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle, Iowa. That's what I think. I think they're going to go. Uh, I think they're going to get Tristan Wirfs and uh, build that offensive line and give give. Foles a chance to not get crushed. And they're going to have to do more than just Tristan Wirfs, obviously. That's what I think they're going to do. The next pick is uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Good gosh. I mean, Atlanta's got, well, they had one of the best rosters in the NFL. You thought, you know, you thought they did, but they're terrible. Who do you think they're taking? Oh, God, they need so much help. Uh, I don't think they're going to take a receiver. I looked at it a bunch of drafts. I don't think they need as much help as their record would suggest. I think their problem's coaching more than anything. Uh, the throw to hey they traded Thomas Sanu away because they had some receivers. Yeah. Um. So I think they're probably gonna pick someone defensively. Uh. And I think I already Jeffrey Goose is gone in my board on my draft. Yeah. So they take I'm gonna say they take Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs. I think cousin or brother of Stephon Diggs, something like that. Diggs, yeah. yeah. So um, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, that's that's a good pick. I like Trayvon Diggs, but I think a couple of corners are gonna go before him. So I actually actually chose a cornerback as well, but I chose C.J. Henderson from the Gators. All right, same same thing. Uh, I think they're going to go defense. Henderson's pretty high up there. Um, I don't know enough to tell you how much better or worse these guys are. I'm going to have to watch them. Okay, watch so um, input good cornerback here. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I did. Uh, yeah. Um, the next pick is uh, the New York Jets. Um, Do we really have to pick this? Yeah. I'll tell you who they would pick if they could. Lincoln Riley. That's who they'd take, okay? A head coach with a pulse. No offense, Adam Gase. I'm sure you're a good dude. I don't know you personally, but based on what I've seen from your coaching style, not for me. Don't it's put, a it's a no for me. Don't put the bad juju on Lincoln 
I'm just saying the Jets, if you could select a coach with your with your pick in the draft, the Jets would choose a new coach. I don't think they would. I think they're so enough they think he's good. No, I don't think so. I think they accidentally hired a good GM, and as soon as he can, he's going to get rid of Adam Gase. Okay. Hope that Adam Gase helped hire the GM. Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. I think they accidentally <laughs> hired a good GM. All right. Um, I do not want them to have this guy because I probably he's probably the best defensive lineman besides Andrew Thomas. Oh, that's right. You still have Epinesa on your board. No. I'm going to oh, you said offensive line. Offensive line oh, offensive oh. because Sam Darnold's still seeing ghosts a little bit. I agree. Yeah, he, uh, he needs I, I offensive agree. lineman. So I'm thinking, I think they take Tristan Wirth. If Wirth is there, it's a good pick. Yeah. But I think Wirth is gone already. Really? So I, uh, yeah, I've got Wirth being taken by Jacksonville. That's right. You know what I mean? So I think, but I went offensive line too because if you look at that team, one major need they have, they've got to keep that quarterback upright, okay? There's no reason. with And and, and Adam Gase's Achilles heel is the offensive line. I don't I don't think they're going to pick an offensive lineman here, but I think they should. Did he not draft Tunsil? They did draft Tunsil, okay, but I don't know if that was Adam Gase or not. Yeah. I can't remember what year that was. <laughs> okay, but but here's, but here's I think they're going to take Trey Adams, offensive tackle, out of Washington. This is another pick where I'm like, Andrew Thomas and Tristan Wirth are off the board. Insert offensive tackle here. Okay, you could tell me any number of names. I wouldn't know if it was better or worse, but um, uh, Trey Adams is an offensive tackle that apparently plays for Washington, and that's why I'm picking. Jets go with an offensive line. Okay, uh, next pick is the L.A. Chargers, and this one was hard because I just I don't know what they're going to do. I do. Because Philip Rivers, I don't know if he's staying. Who cares if he stays or not? If he stays or if he goes, they still need to do this. Pull the trigger. What do you got? Yes, me too. Justin Herbert to the Chargers. Okay, that's what I think is going to happen. You think they're going to pick him no matter what? I think if he is there, if if he's gone because the Dolphins select him, okay, then I think they're going to take Tua. If the Dolphins take Tua, they're going to get the Chargers. They're going to take Herbert. But to be totally honest, more than likely, somebody's going to trade up to get in front of them to take Justin Herbert if he's still on the board. So yeah, if he's there and they draft. So you think they draft the quarterback no matter what? No. No. I think if Herbert or Tua are there, they take a quarterback. Is it because they just that you think they they're gonna want a quarterback? Or? They 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 draft the the organization showed this when they drafted Rivers while they still had Breeze. Huge mistake, uh, FYI. But Breeze, they didn't have the trust in Breeze. What I was saying is, I don't think they're gonna have the opportunity to draft him anyways unless they trade up to get him. But if Justin Herbert's available there at nine, the Jets is a good spot to trade back. If I was the Jets, I'd trade back to give somebody the opportunity to take Justin Herbert. If I'm the Falcons, I would trade back. If I'm the Jaguars, I would trade back. I'm not looking for a quarterback, and somebody that's looking for a quarterback is probably going to overpay me to get one. Do you think Matt Ryan's still uh, Matt Ryan? I think Matt Ryan is young enough and good enough to not justify drafting Justin Herbert in, in the number seven in the draft if you got Matt Ryan. I'll take a flyer on a guy in the second round, you know? Yeah. But I think I think it's a good move for the Chargers. I think it's a great move for the Chargers to take Justin Herbert. Let's him play behind Phillip Rivers. If Rivers stays, Rivers might not even be there next year. You know, by this time we're gonna know if Rivers is there or not. Yeah. So Justin Herbert, San Diego Chargers. I refuse to call them the LA Chargers. They might have been being LA at this point. They might have <laughs> no, it's like they have no home. <laughs> well even when they play home games, a win at 
Those the away fans. team has more fans there. I know. Yeah. Um, I know. No, no, that's funny. Uh, okay, 11th pick in the draft is Denver. Now, everyone has them picking another quarterback. Okay. I don't know why, because I've watched these past two games, and Drew Locke has played pretty good. Okay, but the thing is, Drew Locke didn't look good in the preseason. Drew Locke got injured, so we just haven't seen him. The last we saw of him wasn't good. And people drafting him, even the Cal- even the Broncos, I mean, okay, did not believe him enough to take him in the first round. So, it's understandable the doubts that people have about Drew Locke. But, that said, if he looks for the rest of the season, if he looks the way that he has the past two games, I don't think they're going to go with a quarterback. I think they're going to think, okay, we've got our guy. Let's roll with him. So, uh, Denver, then, who do you have him taking? I have him taking Derek Derek Brown. I have him taking Derek Brown, too. Defensive tackle. Auburn. I mean, they need... There's a lot of needs they have in Denver, so (laughs) you might as well give him a defensive guy. All right, uh, Carolina. Carolina's next. Next, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Ron Rivera's gone, so that's a, that's the thing. And then whoever their coach is will have a really significant thing on this because if they get a super offensive-minded coach in there, they might not go defense. Yeah, which I think I have them going defense. That's what I've got them going. Um, I know he's not on your board anymore because you have... A.J. Epinesa? Yeah, I don't hate A.J. Epinesa. I don't care where you put A.J. Epinesa on here. It's a solid pick. I mean, outside of Chase Young, he's the best pass rusher on the, uh, on the board. I, think. I mean, they're not going to draft him I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. They don't need to draft a running back. They got the like arguably the best running back in the NFL right now is Christian McCaffrey. Take it, Zeke. Whatever. All right. All right. So I have them going defense, but I don't have them taking. Wait, who do you have them taking? There, AJ Epinesa. Oh, AJ Epinesa. Right, AJ Epinesa. Good pick. Good pick. Um, uh, I don't really think. I think I wouldn't care if you already have a good pass rush and you take it. Take a guy like that. I think it's still a good pick. Um, I'm actually take, giving them Grant Delpit, all right? They, I mean, Grant Delpit is a good safety. Carolina, their team needs some help. Getting a really solid player like that in there can't be a bad thing. Um, Grant Delpit, arguably the best safety on the board. I don't take him. And now is where my draft starts to go a little wonky, and people are going to disagree with me and hate me. But I don't care, okay? I don't uh, care. Okay. Uh, mine might be weird to you, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, people can have their opinions. Uh, I think it's going to be Philadelphia. Right. Yeah, Philadelphia is picking number 13. Philadelphia. Uh, I think Carson Wentz is a bit overrated. You gotta be kidding me. I'm not gonna draft a quarterback for Oh, him, please. But, uh, I think he's a bit overrated at this point. I don't think he's overrated. I think he's undercoached. Uh, so, but. Actually, I don't know that that's true. I mean, he could be another receiver. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, a couple more weapons, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the team's no, issue is. Henry Ruggs the third. Yeah. Solid pick. Yeah. Good receiver. One of the best receivers in the draft. Speedy. Speedy guy. Deep threat. I like him. Good. Bama, right? Yeah. Another Bama guy. A lot of Bama guys. Yeah, I actually, um, I have them taking DeAndre Swift. The running back? Running back. What? Out of Georgia. I think they do need some help on offense. But I don't necessarily think it's a receiver. All right? I think they need a good, solid, dual threat running back. Give them DeAndre Swift. Give Wentz somebody to check down the ball to, to hand off the ball to. Give them help. I don't even remember who their running back is right now. Okay? So I have him taking DeAndre Swift. I'm breaking all of the ridiculous draft nerds rules by taking a running back in the first round. Let's give you a little bit.
bit of a history lesson, okay? Last year, or this year, running back taken in the first round. Guy named Josh Jacobs, or something along those lines, by the Raiders. Doing pretty darn good. Last year, who, who was taken in the first round? Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle did really good, but who else did really good? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb did really good. I think it was saving the first round. Oh, no, year before that. Sorry. Saquon Barkley was the year before that, I think. Or was it last year? I can't remember, but the Giants took no, it was last year. They took Saquon Barkley. They took him, and they, everybody was like, oh, they didn't take a quarterback. Give me a break. That dude is lightning in a bottle, okay? Saquon Barkley, running backs still matter, and I'm taking DeAndre Swift. Okay, well, we're going to Oakland now for the number 14. Okay, Oakland. Yep. Uh, you know, Raiders did brought it up. They took they Josh took Jacobs. Jacobs. They traded Khalil Mack to the Bears. All right, and this is another one of the picks. They got three first-round picks for Khalil Mack. This is another one. Last year, they took Jacobs. And whatever. Um, but it doesn't matter anyway. I think that they're going to take another offensive weapon and get CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, I think so too. That's exactly my pick. CeeDee Lamb to Oakland. Yeah. All right, but they're going to take that pick because... Because they know they've got another pick to pick another need later. They've got the freedom to go with the playmaker instead of the position of need. Okay, and I think if you get if you get Josh Jacobs, C.D. Lamb, and then another playmaker next year for Khalil Mack, I think you won that trade. Right. All right. But yeah, I've got the Raiders taking C.D. Lamb as well, wide receiver out of Oklahoma, making making uh, the past three or four quarterbacks look good, I guess. Okay. Um, uh, C.D. Lamb, Oklahoma. Who do you got next? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Picking at number fifteen. Who do you got? I I didn't know what to pick for this one. Uh, pick honestly because like I don't know what they need. You know what they need? I know what they need, and I'm giving them what they need. Okay, they're a pretty good team. Got a good running back. Got some good receivers. Got a good tight end. Their defense is pretty solid. You're gonna give them a quarterback? I'm taking a quarterback. I hear this. Do you know who I'm taking? Who? Tua Tagovailoa. Really? That's right. Jacoby Brissett is gonna hold down the. While Tua completely rehabs, and the freaking Indianapolis Colts are going to bounce their way into yet another franchise quarterback from Peyton Manning. And you could go all the way back to John Elway because they picked John Elway. Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. He didn't want to play in Baltimore. So they had to trade. Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. And now Jacoby Brissett's going to give him a little slide to Tua Tagovailoa. Telling you, man, it's a good pick. That is a good pick. And Tua is benefited because Tua ends up going to a good team, okay? Instead of being stuck on a bad team that's rebuilding. So he gets to sit for a year, rehab, learn, okay? Frank Reich, we talked about him earlier, just in the wrong context, <laughs> okay? Gets to learn the NFL a little bit, and then he comes into a system he knows at a speed he's able to play with, and I think he's going to be he's, he's gonna be another Mahomes-type second-year player. Or you're not going to see much from him next year. They're going to lock him up, sit him for a year, let him let him heal. And then next year, Jacoby Brissett's going to sign some monster deal with somebody else. Tua's going to be their quarterback of the future. you got to admit, that's a good pick. I was I wanted to give him a quarterback, but I just don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to take a quarterback. I think I think if Tua's there, they're going to take Tua Tagovailoa. I, I, I don't think he's going to be there because I think the Dolphins are going to trade up yeah. to get him or Herbert, one of the two. I don't know. But there we go. Uh, I haven't taken Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray? Who is Kenneth Murray? He's a linebacker. I don't know. 
Oh, Oklahoma. Oh, I got him. I got him, but he's much much further down my board here. <laughs> but he's a solid pick. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do at the quarterback position. Uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Um, I really wanted to pick a quarterback here, but I think that the Colts have ripped their hearts out by taking Tagovailoa. They're going to have to roll with Jameis Winston one more year, even though he's a free agent. I don't know if he's going to stay there or not. But he's so hard to pin down because Jameis Winston has like some of the best plays that you see any quarterback make. But he also has some of the worst plays that you see any quarterback make. Right. You know what I mean? You some of those in the game. Yeah, I, it's just, it's crazy. All right, so Tampa Bay, who do you have them taking? Uh, I don't think they're going to take him, but I think they're going to take Christian Fulton from LSU. Oh, LSU, the cornerback. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. Christian Fulton should be higher on my board. I probably should have had him going to uh, the Falcons instead of uh, C.J. Henderson. That's what I chose, right? Yeah, I had a Henderson going to Atlanta. I should have put Fulton there. I think, you know, Fulton's ranked a little bit higher, but, I mean, at the same time, it is what it is. Uh, so, I think, yes, that's a good pick, but, yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, so, uh, I've got him going defense, but not secondary. I'm going to have him taking Javin Kinlaw. I do not know if I'm saying that name right. Uh, he's a defensive tackle out of South Carolina. They haven't had... I mean, they just... They haven't had a truly dominant DT play since Warren Sapp. Um, they had a guy there whose name escapes me that was pretty good for a while, but he's not that great. So I think they're going to go defense. They have suit. Oh, they do have suit now. I forgot they have suit. But they're going to get this guy to play with suit. All right. So there you go. Javon uh, Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw. Javon. Um, okay. Uh, the next pick is Cleveland. Pick at 17. Uh, I think they're going to get someone to back up bigger. Oh, uh, they're going to O line? I think that's what they should do, but I don't think it's what they will do. Well, I think they're going to pick Alex. Leatherwood. Leatherwood's a good pick. Um, <laughs> offensive lineman. Where is he from again? I actually have him coming out in the first round too. Just oh, much later. Alabama, another Bama guy. Uh, actually, I did choose somebody from Alabama as well, but I have them taking Dylan Moses, linebacker out of Alabama. I think Cleveland um, does not need a lot. I think their main problem is coaching. They take Dylan Moses, get them a really good linebacker. Um, I just, I, I don't think that they, they do need better O line play. But again, I don't know how much of that is 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 defense is, is coaching versus um uh coaching and culture i think are are, are what's hindering them right now I don't think they needed OBJ. They had Jarvis Landry. Why? Yeah, but why go get it? They already had wide receiver locked down. They had good players at wide receiver already. They they didn't need him. Why get Kareem Hunt? They had Duke Johnson and Nick Chubb. Why do you Why do you need another running back? And, and that's the thing. The mentality of this team is just John Dorsey's just like give me as many shiny objects as I can and I'll make a pie. Yeah, well your pie is garbage because you shouldn't mix those ingredients. Okay, it's too much, John. It's too much. Maybe it's not too much. Maybe it's just their coaches can't handle it. Well, their coaches, the co- well, that's the other thing. Then they went with a rookie co- rookie coach because it's the guy that Baker Mayfield liked. But I'm just, I'm just, it's just not how you build a, a good culture and a good franchise. Uh, either way, I have him taking Dylan Moses. He's another, he's another, you know, big poppy player for their team. I think Dylan, and he's a good linebacker. So that's who I think they're taking. Okay. Um, the next pick is uh, the Raiders pick from Chicago. Yeah. Back trade. Um. It's 18. Uh, I... I think they're going to take uh, Yatir Gross Matos. I have them taking Yatir Gross Matos too. Yeah. Penn State. If if Epinesa is gone and Young is gone, I feel like he's the third best pass rusher on the on the board, and I would be totally psyched if the Dolphins drafted him. Be totally fine with it. 
No problem. I, 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 if he's available where they're drafting, I'd be totally cool with that. We need draft help. So like if they go, if they choose to go quarterback early, whatever, you know, and or wide receiver even, or uh, offensive line, I'd be totally thrilled if they got Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. Okay, I'd be fine with that completely. And then they chose Matos if he's there later on. I'd be okay with that. Good player. All right, Tennessee's up next. Uh, uh, Tennessee Titans, they're on a run here, man. I mean, oh, it's man. Ryan Tannehill is just like with a with a coach that with a coach that believes him and a team that has his back. It's amazing what he can do, and and like is letting him play. I feel like he was just hampered so much by by Joe Philbin and Adam Gase. He couldn't really play his game, and now he's just out there flinging the ball around, man. I mean, it's it's good. He's showing you why you know that we we liked him as as Dolphins for so long. And there was he was always um, uh, he was always um, uh, divisive. You know, a lot of people liked him, a lot of people hated him. So all right, so uh, so anyways, Tennessee Titans, who you got him taking? Um, I think they might stick with Ryan Channel for a year. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna resign him. I yeah. think he's gonna be their their guy moving so forward. So I think they're gonna get someone to defend him, offensive lineman. Okay. Tyler Bayadash. Center, really. Tyler Bayadash. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar quite with the offensive line needs of the Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. but I chose to get them give him another weapon to throw to. Alright, so I think they're gonna take Henry Ruggs the third. Is he still there on my board? He's a really good wide receiver, arguably um uh, second or third best receiver in, uh, in the draft. Okay. But uh Henry Ruggs the third, I think they're gonna go wide receiver. Good enough wide receiver to take with the first round pick. Gives gives Ryan Tannehill somebody else to throw to. I think it's a good I think it's a good pick. Alright. Um now we have the uh Jacksonville pick that they got from the Rams. Yeah. Pick twenty. Uh I think, you know, whoever the quarterback is, whether it be Nick Foles or Corner Minshew think they're gonna want another target to throw at, and I'm gonna give them Jalen Rieger. Jalen Rieger. A lot of people think he's going in the second round, but Jalen Rieger is probably the fastest wide receiver in the draft, and I, I think that's a good pick. That's pretty solid. Give him somebody else to throw to. Gardner Minshew slash Nick Foles, quarterback by committee. <laughs> but but I actually I'm doubling down here. This is the Jacksonville Jaguars second pick in the first round. Um, first pick I gave them Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. And I don't think this guy is going to be available when it gets to here because I think my picks are probably all bad and wrong. But on my board, he's still there. Tyler Byadash, the center that you just picked out of Wisconsin. Tristan Wirfs, Tyler Byadash equals breathing room for Nick Foles. So that's what I think. I think that's what they're going. To, that's that's what they should do. Take a take another lineman. Big corn-fed Wisconsin lineman. That's what I think. All right, so let's let's move on. All right, what do you got next? We're getting to the. Wow, we're getting into the you know, <clears throat> later rounds, later round picks here. Uh, it's Dallas. It is Dallas. Um, Dallas looks like a talented team. They seem like a talented team. They're a very talented team. But their coaching sucks, and I honestly don't think Jason Garrett, I, I hope for Dallas fans that he's not there. I don't think because, he's the problem as much as I think Jerry Jones is the problem. But uh, I, I still know. So I'm going to pick the line. I'm going to pick a Dylan Moses. Dylan Moses? Yeah. Dylan Moses. Why? Moses is gone already off of my board. But I actually have the have the Cowboys ripping my heart out because if there is any player in this draft that just has Miami Dolphins plastered all over his face, okay, it's Isaiah Simmons, linebacker slash 
safety, Swiss Army knife on the defense can do basically everything that you need done. That has Miami Dolphins written all over it. That was why they traded Mika Fitzpatrick because he just wanted to play one position. Oh, I can't do all these other things. When they see his potential and talent, say, okay, we're going to put you here. We're going to put you here. We need you to be multiple. And he doesn't want to be multiple. Just let me play where I'm comfortable playing. Whatever. So Isaiah Simmons is that guy. Swiss Army Knife. Put him anywhere he's going to perform. All right. So the Cowboys are going to take him, though, because I already gave Dylan Moses away to somebody else. <laughs> so I got the Cowboys taking him. All right. Uh, 22nd pick. It's uh, Miami Dolphins. First of the Dolphins. First of the second. Number 22. The pick they got for trading away Minka Fitzpatrick. Who do you got him taking, Nick? Well, I know you're not going to like it because you don't want him to have. You want him to go. You want uh, the other running back. But, uh, Come on. Who are you drafting? I'm going to draft uh, Charles Johnson Taylor. Why? Why? From where? So what? What about Jonathan Taylor makes you say, oh, that's what the Dolphins need, that guy? Well, is it because he was higher on the draft board you looked at than Travis Etienne? Is I, it? I just, I just think that's... Is it? <laughs> that's the only reason. Well, I agree with you. I think the Dolphins should take a running back for their second pick in the draft. I'd even be okay with them trading up to acquire this particular running back. Are you giving Travis me Etienne. Yeah. More broken tackles than anybody else in college football by half. Meaning it's like he's got 70 and the second best guy has 35. The guy is dynamite. He's on fire. He's super fast. And what do the Dolphins need more than anything on offense? They need O-line. I get that. But if your O-line isn't that good, you need a guy like him to help your young quarterback get out of some jams, okay? You don't think they're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. Maybe they're going to take one in the second round. Maybe they're going to sign Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know what they're going to do. There are too many variables, Nick! Okay, maybe they're going to use the picks from next year to trade up into this draft and take a fourth pick in the first round. I don't think that's going to happen. But what I am saying is Travis Etienne needs to be a Miami Dolphin. That's what needs to happen, okay? Travis Etienne, running back out of Clemson. Take that, Chiefs. We got him before you did. Booyah. That's funny. Um, okay, it's the 23rd pick, and this is a Houston. This is the pick that they got from Houston. The Dolphins pick Travis Etienne again, just to make sure they really got it. That's right. That's your pick. No. <laughs> I'm taking Josh Jones, offensive tackle out of Houston. Dude's huge. He's a big dude. They need offensive line help. All right, I already had him take an edge rusher. I had him take a running back. And now we are going to get the offensive line help to protect either Ryan Fitzpatrick or whatever quarterback you are taking in the second round of this year or the first round of next year to be the quarterback of the future. Josh Jones, offensive tackle. Oddly enough, with the pick that they got from Houston for trade. Trading Laramie Tunsil. I was picking CJ Henderson. <sighs> okay, that's a good pick. They need. There's literally no position on the team that they don't need help at. Yeah. So you could pick anybody anywhere, and you're gonna hit because they need everybody. But again, what are they gonna do in free agency? I think they're gonna get a lot of B to B plus players in free agency. I don't think they're gonna sign any big flashy guys. If they do, it'll be one, and it'll be a corner. Kendall Fuller, anybody? It'll be a cornerback, but it's not gonna be. Uh, uh, anything uh, major. All right. Um, 
Minnesota, uh, the 24th pick. I actually have Minnesota going O-line. Me too. I have Minnesota taking Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle slash OG from uh, Bama. Well, Leatherwood's obviously off my board. Um, I'm going to have him taking Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma. Creed Humphrey? Okay. Poor man's Leatherwood. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Creed Humphrey. All right. Um, Next up is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Picking number 25. Again, this is not knowing how the playoffs are going to shake out. Um, So we got the Bills. The, the, the rest of these are just, you know, we don't know what this is going to be. Yeah. This is the current draft order. So, yeah. Buffalo Bills, what do you got them doing? Uh, I would give them Trey Smith. Trey Smith, uh, really good. Good pick. I can't remember. I had him going first round, too. I can't remember where. Oh, I think I gave Trey Smith to, no, it's Trey Adams. I don't know. Maybe maybe Trey Smith is still to come. But, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did pick him in the first round. It's not there. Right, you have Trey Smith going to Buffalo. I actually think the Bills are doing pretty good. I think they're okay with the O-line. Maybe they need some changes, but I don't think they need to make it there. I think let's give Josh Allen even more weapon. Okay, so I'm gonna have him taking what is who is uh, um arguably the second best receiver in the draft. All right, um yeah, there you know you could argue Ruggs is better. C.D. Lamb actually I think C.D. Lamb's the best, it's the second best. But C.D. Lamb's so close. I mean either way, this guy's ranked very high. Colorado wide receiver Lavisca Chenault Jr. Um I think they're gonna go wide receiver. Give uh give uh, Josh Allen yet another weapon. All right, let's keep moving forward. Um. You have Kansas City. Kansas City, number 26. I have them picking Travis Etienne. Yeah, well, if he's still there... Nick, I hope he's not there because the Dolphins picked him. Okay, there are there are there are three players in this draft that I just so very much wish the Dolphins would get, and I know they're probably only going to end up with one of them. Um, uh, okay, four four players. One is is Joe Burrow. I would be okay if they traded all their picks to get Joe Burrow. He looks like a legit quarterback, but at the same time, that's not what they're going to do. Two, uh, Chase Young. Who wouldn't be okay with him? But even if they didn't get Chase Young, AJ Epinesa. All right, and uh, okay. I uh, and then, but Isaiah Simmons, I want him to be a Dolphin so bad. And Travis Etienne, I really want him to be a Dolphin as well. All right, but Travis Etienne is off my board. Travis Etienne is a perfect running back for the Chiefs system. Perfect. But I have the Chiefs doing what they should do, which is get better on defense. Okay? And for that, they're going to take one Trayvon Diggs, cornerback, Alabama. Oh, boy. There you go. Um... Okay. Green Bay, pick number 27 in the 2020 NFL Draft. And the Packers select... Raekwon Davis. I actually have Raekwon Davis as well. Um, because insert defensive player here. Yep. Is what it is. Um, uh, I think they're pretty solid on offense now. Get a little bit better on defense. Let's talk. Okay, then um, let's go to Seattle. Pick number 28. The Seattle Super Seahawks in the first round of the 2020 Draft take... Paulson Adebo. Pretty good pick. Defensive-minded coach, defensive people. But I think the heart and soul of that team is Russell Wilson. That's what I mean. Russell Wilson is like the thing that's carrying them to the right. with their wins. So yeah. I think they need defensive help. I think their defense is still pretty good, and their coaching is good enough to get good play out of players that other coaches wouldn't be able to get good play out of. So I'm okay with waiting for the second round. But what I'm not okay with is Russell Wilson still fighting for his life and manufacturing offense. So I think they need to go offensive line here. And because of that, I think they take Trey Smith, guard out of Tennessee. That's what I think. And they're probably not going to be picking um, this this uh, this low in the draft. They're probably going to be picking uh, uh, you know number twenty five or twenty six. 
But we'll go. Uh, we'll go with this for now. Number twenty nine. Uh, picking number twenty nine in the in the um, uh, NFL draft. The New England Patriots. Who do you uh, Who do you have them take? I struggled with this pick because I wasn't sure who to choose. Uh, I was thinking maybe quarterback. Because quarterback. Jake Fromm. Anyone? Uh, 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 I love Tom uh, Brady. He is forty two, and I don't think Jared Stidham is the answer. Um, so I was thinking maybe. You know who was the answer? But Tom Brady threw a little baby fit and got him run out of town, Jimmy Garoppolo. How much do you want to bet if Garoppolo was still there this year, Brady would have been benched for one Jimmy G? Oh, that's an admission. That's as much of an admission as you're going to get from a blinded Patriots fan. Uh, that is what scenarios. They are what they are. Anyways. Um, but I... I wanted to give them Jalen Hurts because... Jalen Hurts. Please let the Patriots draft Jalen Hurts. That would be great. But they're not going to pick him. I love Jalen Hurts. They're not going to take a quarterback in the first round. I know they're not. They're not going to. I love Jalen Hurts, though. But they're not going to get Jalen Hurts, I think. And I, I, I found this tight end. And it looks like they really... They might really like him. He's the kind of tight end that they want. What's his name? His name is Pat Firmuth. Pat Firmuth? Fryermuth. Fryermuth? Yeah. Remember in the Mizzerber? At Penn State. So, uh, Pat Fryermuth <laughs> out of Penn State is Nick's pick. Now, you got to understand, Nick's not picking this for any other reason than he misses Gronkowski. And this was probably the biggest, bestest tight end that he could find. So, even though this guy probably wouldn't be drafted until day two in the real world, Nick says, we miss you, Gronk. So, give us a fake Gronk to take our nightmares away. Come back next year. He's not coming back. Do you see him? He looks like the guy that your dad plays golf with now. He looks like a high school PE teacher. He looks like a high school math teacher. He looks like a guy that just got out of college and hasn't been to the gym lately, so he's not got any muscle anymore. He looks very small. He looks like somebody took Rob Gronkowski and put him through whatever disease those mutants from I Am Legend had, okay? And that's what you have left. He's like somebody took Mike Greenberg and put him in a Rob Gronkowski mask, okay? He looks like Chris Collinsworth got knocked down a few inches and put on a Gronkowski mask. Rob Gronkowski does not look like any type of NFL tight end any longer. He looks like a kicker, and he looks like a weak kicker at that. Pat McAfee is more jacked than Rob Gronkowski is at this point. That's all I'm saying. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's the GOAT. Let's move on. He's awesome. Who do you have them drafting? I have them taking Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma. I think they, they, they hinge on linebacker play. They need good linebacker play to be good. Their linebackers help their corners. Their corners help their linebackers. I think if uh, some of the other corners were still available, I think they'd go corner here uh, because they're a team that just, they fill up on cornerbacks. They fill up on secondary. They will overpay for secondary. They dra- they, they paid Terrell, De- uh, not Terrell Davis. They paid uh, Darrell Revis a couple of years. They paid Stephon Gilmore out the wazoo. They got those McCourty brothers on lock. Uh, James Chung is never going to leave. <laughs> okay. Who? James Chung. Is that his name? Patrick Chung. Patrick Chung. Whatever. The guy's name, Patrick Chung. My bad. But I mean, they're, they're, they're defensive minded. Their defense is what's saving their butts this year. And I think I think they're going to go linebacker. Kenneth Murray. Okay. There you go. Uh, with the 30th pick in the draft, it says New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, they don't need a quarterback. They don't. Teams are such a good team. I they're going to be good either way. Like they're going to have a good quarterback whether they go with Bridgewater or Brees. I think they're going to stick with Brees because you don't not stick with Brees. 
Saints most are, accurate quarterback of all time. Saints are such a good team. They don't really need anything, but yeah, but they they um, always need something. I'm gonna have them picking T Higgins. T wide Higgins receiver, wide receiver. I mean, I don't think Michael Thomas is going anywhere. Well, I know that's just the pair of them to do. Uh, I don't know. Gen. I mean, Gen. I think a good pick here would be Jalen Rieger because Gen's you know getting up there. Um, you know, but uh, and I'll give them that speed. I mean, Gen's always been a speed guy. But I actually I'm going defense. Paulson Adebo. Um, uh, cornerback, he's still there, so I think I think he's a good good cornerback out of Stanford. I think he's he's a good pick for them. Um, again, this is just an insert defensive player here. I think they go secondary. They need secondary more than they need front seven. So I think that's what, that's what they go with. Uh, all right, pick thirty one, Baltimore. Which is not true because Baltimore is going to be pick thirty two. Right, what were we saying? We're talking about Baltimore. Oh, yeah, it's a mistake. Baltimore is going to win the Super Bowl. Not the Forty ers the um, Patriots are not going to win the Super Bowl, Nick. Kiss that goodbye. Did that last year. Did it. Last year they shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. I want six. I don't want the pay. I don't want the Ravens to have any more uh, people. They're too good as it is. Uh, but you know, let's give them another freaking target. I'm gonna give them. Why? Because uh, I literally don't know. Their what offense else they need. is stacked. Don't know what else they need. I've looked at their defense. Their defense is pretty good too, especially since Marcus Peters is now on that team. Yeah. And but Marcus Peters is wishy-washy. Sometimes he's great. Sometimes he's not. Uh, uh, I'm going to give them LaVisca Chanel Jr. LaVisca Jr. Good receiver. Good pick. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't think so. Um, I'm choosing defense. Terrell Lewis. Linebacker. Alabama. They need another Lewis-named linebacker in Baltimore to lead them to yet more Super Bowls. So even though Terrell Lewis comes from the cesspool that is Alabama, we're going to give him to Baltimore. Pick number 31. In the 2020 NFL Draft. Well, San Francisco, there you go. I'm going to be a 32nd pick in the first round NFL Draft. And I have them going defense. I have them going defense as well. San Francisco, pick 32. Anthony Jennings. Anthony Jennings. Yeah, that's good. I have them basically doing the same thing, except I'm, I'm giving them Sean Wade. Sean Wade's a cornerback slash safety from Ohio State. I mean, their offense and defense are both pretty stout, So, but I have them going defense, just getting more help in the secondary. Sherman's getting up there in years. He's not going to be around forever, so give him some help. Give him some people that can spell in for him. I think that's good. All right, guys. That so, was the uh, first round. It of got our through our first round mock draft just a shade under a decade too it took us to do that yeah so really fun yeah um yeah i mean this was really cool about tonight's game it's going to be the eagles against the uh, giants it's really hard to pick the eagles for anything right now you know what i mean you think the giants are gonna beat them with eli manning i don't know man i didn't think the dolphins were gonna beat them with Devonte parker who went out last last night so if the par- if the parker is in that jets game yesterday the dolphins score touchdowns instead of Field yeah, those two guys, it's hard to keep them healthy. And Parker looks dynamite when he's in. You know, and Wilson Wilson's a he's a he's just a big play waiting to happen yeah. all the I time. I think if Alvin Wilson and Parker were still in, they wouldn't have lost that game. I agree. Because I agree. when I mean you have those two targets, it's hard to cover them. Yeah, Parker's really good, but he came down really hard on his head, so they took him out of the game. Yeah. So yeah, um, uh, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna pick the Eagles. The Giants are just they're pretty tough, man. They're not they're not that great this year. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's defense or offense or everything in in between. It's just uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
but that's that's what I think. So. Well, all right, guys. Uh, this was Millerhurt Sports. I'm Nick. I am Rich. And hopefully, your week will be better than mine. My week's awesome because football is just a game, and it doesn't make me feel bad. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> See you guys later.